Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Yeah, yeah, what's up, y'all? You know who it is. Your boy, Top 5 Dead or Alive, right here on the Jalen and Jacoby Show. The best show in the world. Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? Boss up and get a people. What they want. Jalen Rose, week two is officially over in the NFL, and we are left with only six teams that went 2 and 0. Those teams are the following: we've got the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Eagles, the Dolphins, and the New York Giants. The Bills have been dominant thus far, but when you look at these six teams, what stands out at you? The most surprising team is the Giants because I still think they're trying to figure out if Danny Jones is gonna be their future at quarterback. Their first year head coach has done a terrific job of changing the culture since he came over from Buffalo. It's great to see Saquon Barkley back running the football physically and healthy but can they continue to maintain by winning these low-scoring games? You got to give their defense a lot of credit. So that's the team, to me, of those that have the biggest question marks. The other squads you've seen have spectacular outings in one way, shape, or form. The Bucks defensively have been spectacular, dealing with some injuries at the wide receiver. Godwin's been out. Julio Jones has been out. Mike Evans will be out this weekend. But that defense has been stout. But the other squads, they got people feeling really good about what's happening. The Dolphins feeling really good about Waddle, Cheetah, and Tua Tungavailoa. The Eagles are feeling excellent. Same thing about their trio of Smith and A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurt. Um, making plays and we know about the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes how he's basically gonna find ways to light up the league and and spread around the football and your Buffalo Bills a part of Bills Mafia who a lot of people felt coming into this season led by Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs scoring three touchdowns the other day and that physically stout defense has legitimate Super Bowl aspirations Absolutely. When you look at Josh Allen throw the ball around the park, he looks so good on offense. But what was really surprising about this Monday night performance was the way they stopped King Henry. Like, the Bills' defense is legitimate. I mean, Derrick Henry being bottled up like that is something that I did not expect to see in my lifetime, let alone in Week 2 in Buffalo. These 2-0 teams, I would say, are head and shoulders above the rest. That would be the Bills, the Chiefs and the Bucks. I still think the Eagles, Dolphins, and Giants have a little bit more to prove, but they will have the opportunity to do so this weekend because we have the Dolphins and the Bills going head-to-head, and we have the Bucks going up against the Packers. So which one of these teams do you think is most likely to be 3-0 after this weekend? I really want to go to that Bills at Dolphins game. And I know you've been seeing your brother outside, Michigan volleyball and football, Lions game with the Pistons yesterday in the city during the tour, but I'm looking at that schedule and I feel like I want to try to be at that game. That that that's gonna be big time. Um, the Bucks playing against the Packers, as I mentioned, without Mike Evans, the Packers still trying to figure out what to do with their young receiving core. Got some great catches by their veterans receivers last week, in particular Sammy Watkins. It was good to see him make some plays. I would have to say your Bills. Like, I want to see how they respond to Tua coming off throwing six touchdown passes. You talked about balling up King Henry in the run game. Let's see if they can slow down what's now been an explosive Miami Dolphins pass game. 
Can't wait for those matchups. And as you mentioned, the Bucks will be facing the Packers. And it was Tom Brady who was visibly frustrated against the Saints last week. And you mentioned they'll be without Mike Evans. But here's what Tom Brady said about his sort of emotional outburst. He said, quote, I've got to be really mindful of that going forward and getting my emotions in a good place so it allows me to be the best player I can be. Jalen Rose, what do you think about Tom Brady's outburst in week two? He's accepting what any teammate normally accepts or any friend or family member accepts. When you're out and about and you got that person with you who you know, if somebody gave them an inch of energy that was negative, they'd take a mile. Mm. You know that friend in your life, if you gave them a rope, they become a cowboy. And Tom Brady knows the barking that he was doing reignited a beef that Mike Evans already had. And so that now becomes the catalyst to give Mike Evans the opportunity to overreact. And I'm calling it an overreaction, why? Because it led to him getting kicked out of that game and suspended for the upcoming game. And so that to me is what he's speaking towards. As the leader, I can't ignite the fuel of my troops and put them in position to get themselves kicked out of the game because I'm having an emotional outburst with the opponent. The league also gave a little note to Bruce Arians, the former head coach of the Bucks, telling him that they've got their eye on him and his sideline histrionics as well. <laughs> now, Jalen, we've discussed the Nets all summer long. Kevin Durant wanted to trade, didn't want to trade. Is Ben Simmons going to be available to them? And what do we make of Kyrie Irving? Well. Here's what Kyrie Irving said yesterday on Twitter. He tweeted the following. If I can work and be unvaccinated, then all of my brothers and sisters who are also unvaccinated should be able to do the same without being discriminated against, vilified, or fired. This enforced vaccine slash pandemic is one of the biggest violations of human rights in history. Jalen, your thoughts. I think this topic is old in a lot of ways because the NBA isn't, in theory, punishing players, whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. I think the issue for Kyrie wasn't that he was unvaccinated because there were a lot of NBA players who didn't get vaccinated. It's that he played in New York City for the home team. That is what led to this commentary because it shows the dichotomy of an athlete who plays basketball can still perform and earn his check while in New York City, there are multiple people who didn't get vaccinated and did lose their jobs, who did lose their opportunities at work. So he's just really speaking the fact of what took place when he decided not to get vaccinated. He didn't get fired from his job, but he did lose half of his salary. Mm. That's one thing that he did do by not playing at home games. But moving this thing forward, I believe he'll be available as possible this year. I look for Kyrie Irving to participate in about 70 games. Kevin Durant is going to be um, so very motivated this year between, a, between getting swept and watching the Warriors win and then rescinding the trade request. The key for me is going to be Ben Simmons. Can he get healthy and be a version of himself that became an all-star and an all-league defender in Philly? On paper, this Nets team has quite a roster. They've got a versatility about them. They can go small. They can go big. They've got scores. They've got shooters. They've got defenders. Like, on paper, this team, in my opinion, is the best team in the Eastern Conference. However, as we've seen in the past, what, what is on paper and what is on the court sometimes are two different things, and hopefully the Nets can put it from the paper to the court this season. Jalen, I want to show you some video of a rapper by the name of Drake. Aubrey Drake Graham. This dude. Drizzy. These are, I know it's edited and everything, Bucket. but he's getting buckets. Like he's hitting a bunch of threes. What do you think about Drake's game here? I think one thing, I need to get on the phone with my guy Lethal Shooter so I can get in the gym. Shout to Harrington 313 and Chris Brickley. I need to get up to the gym. I need to start getting some shots up. It's great to see Drake stand in shape, playing the game he loved, and knocking down long-range buckets. I'm telling you, like, he looked good. Like, I get, I'm sure he missed some shots, but, like, 
He looked pretty good going between the legs with a little step back. Like, Drake's got some game out there. We might need him for my rec league game tonight, man. I gotta, I gotta hit him up. But Jalen, you, we, we, we played basketball together like a year ago in New York City, and you had so much fun that you joined the gym. You straight up got a membership at the gym. Have you been back to that gym since? I literally joined the gym and have not been back since. That, Come on, that, Jay. That, that's that's a know, waste of money. I'm ashamed of this. That's a waste. I'm I know you're ashamed, but this. you're also very frugal. I need frugal. you to challenge your brother. Get with me. Tie your shoelaces around your neck. Have your shoes hanging, and find a way to get your brother into the gym so we can get some shots up. That's how, there's no reason I shouldn't be playing basketball at least once a week. You should be playing at least once a week, Jalen Rose. Aaron Judge did it again. He hit his 60th home run and was the catalyst for a comeback in the Bronx. We'll break that down right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. you live from the Seaport and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose, this offseason, Aaron Judge bet on himself, did not sign a long-term contract with the Yankees. In a contract year, he just keeps hitting home run after home run. Most recently, last night, he was the catalyst for a comeback for the Yankees against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He hit his 60th home run. Jalen Rose, what do you think about this remarkable historic season from Aaron Judge? It makes me channel my inner in living color. More money, more money, more money, more. He need to just walk in there with a blank check. I'm dead serious and say, y'all put the largest number down possible. We ain't even going to negotiate. Y'all put the largest number the largest down possible. Number there's certain possible. Yes, there's certain players that have astronomical leverage in these situations. And baseball, unlike basketball and football, and I've told you for years the reason why, doesn't have a salary cap and doesn't have an, um, an umbrella on the number of years in theory that he can sign for. So in looking at the history of baseball and the number of 200 and 300 million dollar deals for players, this sounds at least like a 500 million dollar proposition. Just like I said for Lamar Jackson, his should be a 300 million dollar proposition. And by the way, Aaron Judge, once he signs this deal, imagine what Shohei gonna get. Imagine yep. what Shohei going to get. So, absolutely. And I want to give Aaron Judge a lot of credit because if you look in the rearview mirror of his home run hitting this year, there's nobody on his heels. There's no. nobody on his heels. No. And I, like you, remember some of the years where my favorite baseball player of all time the best baseball player I've seen with my four eyes, six if you count in the goggles, is Barry Bonds. He hit 73. Barry Bonds hit 73, was a gold glover, 30, 30, 40, 40, whatever we needed. And so we're not gonna ignore the greatness of that guy right there, Barry Bonds. Whether it's with the Pirates, whether it's with the Giants, Barry Bonds to me legitimately should get credit for having the home run record. I saw Barry Bonds get walked in a playoff game with the bases loaded. I saw too. Get walked in a playoff game with the bases loaded. Well, That's so there's the a home run king 
right there. There's a faction of people that believe that the the Maris's 61 is sort of the true home run record, the the American League home run record. However, it is Aaron Judge himself. Aaron Judge himself, mind you, said that he believes the 73 from Bonds is the actual true home run record. And I respect that he has put the Thank bar you. that high because, in my opinion, Correct. it is Barry Bonds' 73 that is the mark that needs to be reached in order to break the record. Because in sports, you can look back over the history, and there are people who've had transgressions within the game that influenced their performance and outside of the game that represented their behavior, sometimes in a negative way. And you want to pay homage to the all-time greats like Roger Maris and give them their props and Babe Ruth, the Bambino, but we can't ignore what we saw from Sammy Sosa, hitting home runs and jumping before he ran the first base. I can't ignore Mark McGuire. I went to go see him when he was a member of the Bash Brothers with Jose Canseco when they came to play against the Tigers. And I was right behind home plate, and he heard me. I was like, hey, batter, 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 swing! And he struck out. And he turned around and looked straight at me. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. So I ain't gonna act uh, like I ignore what I saw with my own two eyes. He did hit a home run. I, I that just game, love that by the you're way. taking credit for striking out Mark McGuire on the Tigers. Good for you. <laughs> I remember going to Tiger Stadium myself as a youngster. What a great place to see a ball game. Mr. Rose, if you go see a ball game in Boston, you will see on the floor the number six representing the number of Bill Russell. The number six will be retired. Throughout the league, unless you are godfathered in, you still can keep the number six. What do you think about this gesture from the Celtics about this all-time great? So, like, Bill Russell is an icon in the annals of professional sports off the floor mm -hmm. and on the floor. So he now deserves a unique distinction in the history of the game. See, for me... It's one thing for Michigan not to honor the Fab Five and for me to be on campus and I see one picture of us in the weight room that the fans will never see and no honor of Steve Fisher. That's one thing. But this is Bill Russell right here. And let me tell you something, I wrote this down. So this man retired in 1969. In 1969, and it was so tumultuous in Boston with his fans, he didn't even wanna do it in the arena. He did it in a private ceremony because of the racist tactics that he needed to overcome to perform at his job and play in Boston, including a time, his daughter tells a story, where, where, where burglar, vandalists broke into his home, broke all of his trophies, and put feces on his bed. So he didn't even want nothing to do with that fan base. And so let's talk about honoring him now. How do you honor somebody that is a legendary figure? He won 11 championships in 13 years, the greatest champion in professional sports, and he was the first black head coach to win a championship. So for me, it's disappointing that it took until 2013 for him to get a trophy, for him to get a statue. 2013? Like, 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 seriously, man, that, that, I, I, I know that had to pain him. You see what I mean? And you know what else probably pained him even more? In 1991, when they gave Ted Williams a freeway in Boston. Now, he did hit 400. Great player. The mm -hmm. only guy to still do that. He deserves it also. I'm not saying Ted Williams don't deserve it. He do deserve it but so does that guy. And NBA, I got you. This is what you need to do. First off, players need to be able to enter the draft at 18 years of age right now. I don't care about y'all talking about it, do it. The second thing that needs to happen, it's one thing to retire his number league-wide, but the problem is those who are godfathered in at some point will be out of the league, and then the number will be gone and forgotten unless this step happens that I'm proposing. Each arena needs to have a number six Russell jersey hanging in it, showing that that number is retired. 
If you don't do that and nobody's wearing the number, it's out of sight and out of mind. Good if point. his jersey is only hanging in Boston, but the other 29 teams aren't wearing it. I totally agree with that. I think that every arena should have a Russell jersey in the rafters to properly celebrate his on and off court contribution to basketball and society. We will continue our contribution to basketball and society right after this very short break. Look at the aces in Vegas. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television, but don't forget, we always have exclusive content just for our podcast listeners, so make sure you follow, subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Jalen Rose, every single day that we have a show, we acknowledge another day that Brittany Griner is still detained in Russia. Wrongfully detained now 216 days. And so we here at Jalen and Jacoby just wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. I never thought that this would still continue to be the case 216 days later after her arrest. However, there are some implications around the WNBA. Normally, a lot of WNBA stars like Brittany Griner will go to Russia to play during the offseason where they can make more money than they would playing here in America. However, there are many stars that are no longer going to be playing in Russia to make that money. What do you think about this development? I think the NBA need to treat the WNBA like the partner that it is and influx the money into that game so that, let me modify what Stewie said, not that nobody's going there until Griner's home so that they don't have to go overseas to play because they're yeah. making enough money in the WNBA where that's not the issue. The reason why Brittany Griner's going to Russia ain't because she's trying to go lay on the beach. She's going over there to make a living, to play basketball. And imagine, the best players in the game, almost like early NBA. You remember early NBA players in the 70s and early 80s, they need to have a second job because the league wasn't paying them enough. That's what, I, that, that's what this reminds me of. If they started getting more money from the WNBA, it wouldn't require them to go overseas to play. The travel accommodations and the salaries in the WNBA absolutely need to change. And it's, it's, it's inevitable. It will change. It just needs to change now. They have basketball-related income is what they call it in the NBA. And they split it. They split it between the governors and the players. And some of that basketball-related income needs to go to WNBA players as well. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN2, 4 p.m. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Dylan Anthony Rose. There's what? going to be another uh, Jeremy Lin documentary. A second Jeremy Lin documentary. I've seen the first one. I think I'm good with one Jeremy Lin documentary. Are <laughs> you excited about the new Jeremy Lin documentary on HBO Max? I agree with you. I think uh, the first doc covered it, um, but there's so many angles, obviously, to trying to tell someone's life story, whether the project, you know, is an hour long or two hours long or whatever. But I agree with you, your premise. But here's what I'll say about Jeremy Lin. I want to remind people of something. There aren't any meaningless games in the NBA. One of the things that I hate that get said, and I want everybody that can hear my voice recall this as the season start. People use terms like meaningless games. There's no such thing because a guy like Jeremy Lin is a perfect example how two weeks of your life can change the trajectory of it forever by the way you play. And did they win a playoff series that year? No. My point exactly. I believe it was 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. We had just started Grantland, and Jeremy Lin absolutely dominated, absolutely dominated 
the headlines, both not just in the sports pages, but like the it was crossover as well. I remember we interviewed Bill Simmons, the pot father, shout out to him, interviewed Barack Obama, and it was basically all Barack Obama wanted to talk about was Jeremy Lin. He was the biggest deal in the world. And I think he wanted he wanted chip with the Raptors, right? Didn't I think he did. I'm almost positive that Jeremy Lin was on that team. Good for him. I believe he was as well. Um, I'm trying to recall, obviously I was there, I got a chance to crowd surf and watch the Raptors win at Kawhi's first year with the team. I believe he was a part of that roster. But either way, that two week period, two or three week period, in particular when he's playing against the Lakers, he went off on them. I believe he gave them like 38, 39. He was killing Derek Fisher. He was put, killing whoever they put in front of him. And so he deserved the love that he got. But the beautiful thing about his transition was he understood that that was a moment. He realized that that wasn't going to be like the kind of player that he could consistently become. And so what I appreciated is he kind of exited stage left quietly. If you notice, he's one of those players that I talk about a lot. There are going to be at least 80 players that's on rosters this year of the 450 that won't be next year. And we should do this list going into the season. It's incredible some of the names that you see on there. You'd be like, oh, wow, Lance ain't in the league no more? Yep. You see what I'm saying? So shout to Jeremy Lin. He deserves his accolades. And also, the, the, the things that he had to overcome based on his background. You normally don't see people that look like him playing this sport, putting in work the way he did. That was another thing that elevated his story. So he deserves it. I'm glad that they're um, showing him love. But I agree with you. It ain't must-see TV necessarily for me. No. Jalen, there's uh, some very concerning trends that start from TikTok that have to do with food, and one of which I want to get your thoughts on. People are cooking chicken with NyQuil. Now, I know you're a chef yourself. Are you going to be cooking up some NyQuil chicken? So I saw this, and a couple of things that were disturbing. It wasn't red. <laughs> if you really look at it. It was the green NyQuil. It, is that because... Yeah, and so so that's not NyQuil then. That's DayQuil. There's green things. and red NyQuil, I believe. I'm not a big NyQuil guy, but I believe they okay, have cherry flavored you. and that sort of like licorice flavored, the green flavored. I'm showing my age because I remember there was a time in my life when I was young where if I was sick, I would take NyQuil to help me sleep. And then I realized at a point in my life, this was like middle school years, that I was like taking NyQuil to help me go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And now as we graduate the story and you talk about it being mixed with chicken, it reminds me of when I saw Lean get introduced to the lexicon. Mm. It was more of, to me, there are certain things that are like nitroglycerin to me. I'm like, I'm good. I ain't trying it. I don't even want to be around nobody that's doing it. And certain words like heroin, cocaine, lean, chicken and NyQuil. I don't even want to be around you if you're doing that. Because I've... if something happened to you health-wise, I'm not trying to be the person giving you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation and explain it to the rest of the world what you was doing. So I don't support this clearly at all. In certain, in certain regions of this country, they are decriminalizing magic mushrooms. Can I interest you in a little microdose of magic mushrooms? You can add mushrooms to that list. I'm not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> not, I'm not, good, not even a little baby I'm not stem. Doing that. I don't wanna be around. Not nobody. even a little tiny baby you, stem, you they're natural. No, I'm good, dog. I'm good, dog. I'm good. I, I barely eat some grilled mushrooms <laughs> at a restaurant. I'm definitely not doing nothing. I'm good. And, and that's why you said the ayahuasca 
The thing like Aaron Rodgers, like I'm good, dog. Uh-uh. I don't want to be around nobody that's doing that. I ain't doing it. I ain't trying it. I ain't succumbing to no peer pressure. I don't care how many MVPs or championships he won. I don't care if he throw for 9,000 yards this year. I'm good. You're hilarious. I want to be around that. What, what about a glass of wine or some hot sake? Done, done, and done. Now, I want to be around that all day. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. I want to be around that all day. I want everyone to just get a little understanding about how unique and idiosyncratic Jalen Anthony Rose is. What's Jalen's favorite kind of restaurant? Sushi restaurant. What does Jalen not eat? Sushi. <laughs> he loves he loves sushi restaurants, yeah, but never eats crazy. sushi at them. That sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that does sound crazy. I just don't. Well, there's certain things that motivate us to achieve our goals. One of the things that I was motivated by were the years where we didn't have heat in the house. And food was cooked on a hot plate. And if you made something on the hot plate, sometimes it gets so hot that it won't even work. So you end up eating cold food anyway. Mm. And I remember, like, if I ever get paid, I ain't gonna be eating no cold food. And so, my favorite foods, crab, lobster, I don't eat them cold. Yes, Jalen refuses, I, like, the I, seafood I tower. Shit. Like, Jalen loves seafood, but the seafood tower on ice, Jalen will not be involved in. It, 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 do you guys have I'm shrimp? Yes, it. we have cocktail shrimp. Jalen will tell the waiter, be like, can you make it hot? He'll be like, he'll be like we have crab Correct. meat. How's it come? Comes cold. Can you make it hot? And they look at you crazy. <laughs> they will bring Jalen a lobster. Correct. He will. They will not put the plate on the table yet. And Jalen will say, send it back, make it more well done. And he hasn't even looked at it yet. He just knows. He can just feel that the, the, the lobster isn't hot enough. Only hot food for Mr. Rose. A sixth sense, an innate sense. But also, everybody listening, it's extremely important to be gracious and kind to everyone, in particular, those in the service industry. And if I'm making a request, it definitely come with a tip. See, there are mm -hmm. a lot of times people sitting around making requests and then leave a foul tip. And just so y'all know, the person remembers you the next time you come. So when there's multiple tables and people ordering stuff, you getting yours last. You getting the worst chicken breast. You're getting the worst steak. They're gonna take long to make your potatoes. Like, you don't realize what's happening. Your drinks are gonna be slower, and then you're gonna be complaining even more. You know what they're trying to do? Not get you to come back, because you're a bad customer. I've been to thousands of meals with Jalen Rose. I've seen him order thousands <laughs> of times, and he has never once just had a menu item and just ordered it. He never once, never once just be like, no. I'll take the chicken breast. Just always qualifications. 100% of the time, qualifications on the order. He, it always customized. Always. 100% of the time. So, I got y'all. Call 98580-JALEN. 98580-JALEN. Would Jacoby just describe people that look like me Majority of the time, do not order directly off the menu. We need ours custom and a la carte based on everything we see on the menu. So I might see, I might see blackened salmon, but then I ask them, can you blacken the lobster? Can you blacken the I chicken? I know you got can you blacken back there. <laughs> yeah, I know you got, you got it. You've got it. I know you've got it. <laughs> Jalen wants everything blackened. You got it back there. <laughs> Can I have spinach? Yes. Blackened. Broccoli. Blackened. blackened. Cajun rub. That's my favorite. That is my favorite. So call 98580-JALEN. Is it cultural or regional to not order what's directly listed on the menu? Another Jalen Rose move. If you have different types of wings, Jalen will order every type of wing that you have. 
it'll be just the two of us watching football, and you will order. They come in sets of ten or whatever. You will get four different. You get forty wings just for the two of us, so you can try the different flavors of the wings. Another big Jalen yes. Rose move. Yeah. Dry rub. I've ne- yes. Dry rub is not part of yes. my ordering lexicon. I do not order dry rub anything. Jalen dry <laughs> rub everything. Everything dry rub. I don't even know what dry rub why. is. That. That, that, again, is a residue of my childhood. So now, when I'm ordering and I got a black card, I want buffet style. I need options. You know what I mean? I don't like going to buffets, but I like my table to be one. So eat a little this, eat a little corn, eat a little asparagus, eat a little chicken, eat a little salmon. But I got another question for y'all. And this is a David Jacoby special. Why he getting on me about my orders? Called I, love, I respect your orders. I've Jaylen. changed the way I order based on my my exposure to the Jalen Rose <laughs> methods. I I customize as well. You expose me. You expose me to something that's controversial that I need to ask the people. Uh oh. Called nine eight five eight zero Jalen, and and this is simply the question. Drums, flats, or both. My Dog. brother David Jacoby goes into any restaurant. It don't matter where we at. All flats, everything. Jalen. All flats, everything. I got to tell a story. Me, me and our producer, Nicholas Tuts. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was going to be in the office, but it was Monday. And he said, and he was here. He was here. So... I came and I said, we're going to eat lunch together. And and we had lunch. And I had a cocktail at lunch just to celebrate the presence of Nick Tuts. Yes. And our server yes. came over. And English was not his first language. And he didn't It's instill confidence in, in his ability to sort of understand what I was requesting and then execute that request. So I said to him, wings, buffalo style. Well done. And I go, flats only. And he looks at me and he goes, flats? Question mark? And I was going to explain, <laughs> but I just I just aborted the mission. I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, don't, don't, don't even worry about it. So I, I asked for flats only. He had no idea what I was talking about. And then instead of explaining it to him, I just aborted the mission. I was like, don't worry about it. But those wings were fantastic. Fantastic, well done wings. They were so good. I might get some today. So God, I have to ask that. you two things, and, and and don't underestimate what Jacoby just did, everybody. Be kind to others. Instead of getting the exact order that he wanted, it was more important to him to be courteous to the waiter who didn't necessarily understand or able to articulate what he was asking for. See, what I would have actually did is what you did Except I would have took it a step further. I just would have went to the kitchen and tipped the chef. I know you would have. It's it, it got to bypass the middleman sometimes. Because there's nothing yeah. worse than when they say they can't do flats only. I'm like, you've got 3,000 wings, all right? You got 3,000 wings. <laughs> you got, and they're probably frozen. You got thousands of wings. I know you can break me off with some flats, okay? I know you can. Well, well, as somebody that does a lot of cooking, and eating a lot of wings at restaurants, if you have 3,000 wings, that means 1,500 of them are flats. Mm-hmm. So if all of the customers like you come in and continue to have flats only, we're gonna be stuck with drums only. And then that's a reverse issue. Okay. I frequent places, I learned that from you. I tip very well, I learned that from you. You can break me off with some flats. And you can in the ratio, you can just overdrum other people, <laughs> and the ratio go. will work That's itself out. That's how you get it done. They'll That's work itself out over time. They'll work itself out over time. Those wings are so good. There you Make go. sure you call 95-80-Jalen and let us know whether you are a drum person or a flat person. I'm definitely and a Nick flat said person. Nick y'all had like 10 or 15 wings, but only two of them was flats. <laughs> that, yes, that was when they when it came. First of all, they were extra crispy, <laughs> extra crispy. You know what I mean? Ooh. I could tell. I was like, oh, Ooh. these are good. And, but they only, they had like, there's probably Ooh. 10 wings. I'm going to say like seven drums and three flats. 
And producer Ooh. Nick Tuts, he knows wow. I'm a flats guy, so he didn't eat any of the flats. He let me have the flats. It's very nice. What a very teammate. Nice. What, a, what, what, what gratitude that we're putting into the atmosphere. I love yes. it. It was great. It was great. Call 9580-JALEN. <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show just like this. Yo, what's up, Jalen? What's up, Jacoby? Shout out to Reg the Ledge, long-time listener. Uh, multiple-time caller, but we're not going to get into that. Um, Falling straight out of New York City. Uh, recently got uh, recently got broken up with um, in a heartbreak, kind of. But, um, you know, we had plans to go on a vacation together for my birthday. Now, obviously, that's not going to pan out. So, um you know, I'm calling in and ask you guys, you know, one, you know, I'm looking to maybe take that money and go and fly out to Atlanta. I've not done that yet. Do you guys recommend Atlanta or where are other places you might recommend? I know Jalen recommends Atlanta, but, uh, and number two, do I line something up to bring with me out there or do I find something out there if you catch my drift? It's my birthday. I'm heartbroken trying to live my life man uh get back to me guys always appreciate you guys keep getting in check and as always medicinal. great call great call we Jalen love Anthony him. Rose, let me tell you we something love you, brother. and we tell our you. audience something what up though i had my heart broken senior year of college susan lee no from forest hills no. queens susan she called me Susie. up and she broke up with me. Come on, me. Susie Q. And I have my Susie heart broken. Q. And I want to I want to relate to our caller and tell him something. That while it is difficult now, this heartbreak is ultimately going to be excellent for your character, for your resolve, and for your perspective. I heard when I was a child that you are not an adult until you've broken someone's heart and had your heart broken. And I didn't really mm. understand it at the time. But until I had broken someone's heart and had my heart broken by Susan Lee, who I still Google from time to time, she may, she may or may not have ended up breaking up with me because she wanted to be alone and then dating one of my friends like two months later. That may, that may or may not have happened. Wow. But I want wow. to get back to this caller and say that it is, it is hard. However, it is inspiring and it... It will give you better perspective. It'll make you a better person ultimately. And it, it, this is actually a really good thing that is happening to you. It doesn't feel like it right now, but this is ultimately going to be a landmark moment in your life that will ultimately make you a better person and help you. But Mr. Rose, that's just my perspective on the heartbreak part, but you can offer perspective on whether or not he should go to Atlanta and whether or not he should bring with him a companion to Atlanta or search for one there. Thank you for the call. We appreciate the love and the support and the trust. You taking time out of your day, medicinal, to call in to your brothers, Jalen and Jacoby, to share with us pain that you're dealing with. And you guys have heard Jacoby on days where he wasn't feeling his best and he had things going on in his life or with his family. And the same thing with me. He literally just told you guys a story and he told you her name. So in other words, you're going to keep receipts. He just said she's he Googled fly. her. And, and by the way, Jacoby's wife is a dime. She She's a dime. The greatest. The only reason why he's Googling her me. is because he want to see that if she's doing just as good, if not better than him. Oh, That's yeah. All. Oh, I want That's her to all. I want her to see me That's on TV when she goes through the airport. That's all it is. That's it. That you you're doing her like I felt like I was doing my father. Like he's gonna know my name one day. Yes. He yes. wore 24. I'm gonna wear 42. I'm gonna make sure when I become a success story that he knows my name. So you wanna make sure Susie Q is watching this show and she like, man, I messed up. Look at Jacoby's beautiful kids behind him. Those could have been mine. Could've you know been. what I'm saying? But no, you didn't know that David Jacoby was going to be out here buying condos in 2022. So sorry, Susie. So I answer your question by saying what I just said. 
Jacoby gave you great advice about having your heart broken and breaking someone's heart. So now I'll get to the solution of what to do next. Yes. Let me tell y'all what's overrated. Let me tell y'all what's overrated. Ooh. As somebody that's been able to pay his way anywhere for the last 30 years, let me tell you what's overrated. Going out the country. Oh, I love this. Uh oh, I'll take it further. Travel let, overrated. Let, just in general. Correct. Let, <laughs> let, let me tell y'all. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There, there ain't much I can do in Barbados that I can't do in LA. Thank you. I'm 100% with this take. Travel in general is overrated. It's overrated. Right? So, so really, the trip is about the experience to vacation and get introduced to new places. That's different. Of course, I want to get as many stamps in my passport as possible. I still want to go to Africa. I want to go to Brazil. I want to go to China. I want to go to Hong Kong. There are places I want to go, right? But I like that you're talking about traveling domestically. I'm the domestic king. I don't have as many stamps in my passport as many people, but I've been to every city more than everybody. I love it. More than every city than everybody. Also, and let me tell you something. Underrated this. Do you know what? And when you stay in the domestic United States, do you know what happens? People can understand the words that come out of your mouth. I go to Paris, no one can understand what I'm saying. And I can barely speak to them. I like being able to communicate. And let me take it a step further, because we're talking about my brother that called in wanting to get some advice because he's getting over a heartbreak. Heartbreak. If you listen to this show as long as if you listen to this show as long as I believe you have, you know, Jalen Rose isn't an exhibitionist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really particular where I might get naked. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And if you're out of the country, <laughs> I'm really particular about where I might get naked. I was not ready for that. I'm really particular about where I might get naked is one of my favorite sentences that no you've doubt. ever uttered in, my, in, in the, the entire decade we've been doing this show. Very particular about and where so he it, might get naked. Jalen Anthony Rose. Absolutely. We talked about the people who were watching a tennis match, for example, and they were having um, sex so loud that people can hear them and stuff and see them and you see people. So you just gave an example about being in Paris. So let me piggyback off your example. If I'm in Paris and as you said, if people can't understand the words that come out of my mouth, in other words, I don't feel the level of confidence and strength of like knowing my way around. Yes. You see what I mean? And being able to navigate in and navigate out or now having strangers come to my room. You see what I'm saying? So when you, so just think about this. When you invite a stranger to your room, all things can happen. You can fall asleep, they can rob you. You can fall asleep and they take a picture of the side of your head and try to use that to frame you. Like there are all kinds of stuff that can happen. But you know what else can happen? Poor communication. Mm. Like Jacoby just said at the restaurant, he just said this. You're asking for one thing, you want one thing. Flats. And y'all might not be speaking the same language. We were not. Right, Jacoby? Yes. But let me tell you where they're gonna understand your language, my brother. In the A-Town, brother. Yes. Go yes. to Atlanta and hit a different strip club every single day. Yes. I'll tell you the days. Pink Pony on Sunday. Magic on Monday. Um, you can go to, uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm so mad at myself. I, I'll, I'll re- I, I'm so excited. I, I, I'll calm down. Calm down. Just let me calm down. This is me and Jalen met at the if you bathroom decide to go, of Strokers. The bathroom of Strokers. Correct. Is where I was Say first that again out loud. Say that again for the people. The Say that again for the people in the back. Of Strokers is where I met Jalen Anthony Rose. I had to say something to him in the bathroom. 
You know what I mean? He's tall. He wasn't urinating at the time. We were both washing our hands, so I said hello. <laughs> no doubt. And 12 years later, we got the dopest podcast in the game. So definitely go to Atlanta. Now, here's a B-side to that, though. Sometimes people ain't good grabbing one-night stands or meeting somebody and having interactions with if they're only in town two nights. Sometimes, sometimes everybody ain't Aaron Jones. Everybody ain't Aaron Judge. You know what I'm saying? Some, some people, Tony Gwynn. You know what I mean? He's still a Hall of Famer, but you, you know, you just do it a little different. You know what I'm saying? Tony Gwynn like to spread around a lot. He a slap hitter. Yeah, you know, three don't for get four. me 300 batting average. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Consistently, right? Or then, and then you got the people that could be like an Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Judge. So you have to look yourself in the mirror. Mm. Because sometimes, and don't see your representative. Don't see your agent. See your history. Are you the kind of person that can go out of town and meet somebody and enjoy that person for a day or two? If so, I'll say, don't take somebody. But overarching, since your heart is broken, I say you do the trifecta. You take the trip, you bring somebody, and you go to the strip club every night with that person in Atlanta. I love it. I love it as That's well. That's my I advice think, to you. Because you, you, you're, you're going through a heartbreak. You know what I mean? You're going through a heartbreak. You need, you need some companionship. You don't want to be lonely. And sometimes you can be surrounded by people, but still be lonely. So bring yourself a companion and don't let that get in the way of you enjoying the gentleman's establishments in Atlanta either because bringing a companion to a gentleman's establishment is always, always a good time. And that is why you call 9580-JALEN to get this kind of advice from Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose is a man who is very particular what up, though? about where he likes to get naked. That is one of my favorite things I've ever heard you say <laughs> in the history of this program. Like that's gonna be on your tombstone. Here lies Jalen Anthony Rose. A man who's very particular about where he gets naked. We'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step two. Oh, Why no, is that? Jalen Anthony Rose. Oh man. That is hilarious. Oh man. That just reminds me of being in high school playing in the PSL on the road and we changing clothes i'm like i am not getting in that shower that is not happening i will not be getting in that shower y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about me but i'm leaving with this uniform on and i'm getting on that bus so y'all can say i stink y'all can do whatever i am not getting in that shower at cody at finney at cooley i am not gonna be able to do it we appreciate the love and support we're not done we're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.